yeah, bringing stories to life is what I do for a living. Welcome back to Astronaut to Zookeeper podcast. Uh, I'm the art teacher formerly known as Miss Willis and I'm on a mission to catch up with former students to see what career paths they have taken and what advice they would give their 14-year-old self, all with the aim to open up the imagination for young people when it comes to life after school. And I'm joined by the wonderful Mr. Philip Morris. <laughs> I gave you a Mr. there. That's very, very kind. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So we will talk more about what you do, what your job is uh, in a minute. But I just want to, well, we could tell us, what, what it, what's your title? What, yeah, what so I'm, I'm a theatre director. Okay. I'm currently trainee director at the Royal Court Theatre. Okay, cool. So we'll come back to that. Um, but to start off with, um, can you remember what you want to be when you were five? Yes. I, um, I had an old book in my house of when I was roughly around about five and I wrote a journalist a scientist uh, oh. a footballer and that I'd just like to help people <laughs> that's so, yeah, so nice those are like four things so, yeah. uh, that you wanted to do all four or you would choose I wanted one to do them. all four I was like yeah <gasps> after after a few years in university I'll become a scientist and I'll become a journalist like literally all ah, of those jobs to go help on. people yeah. I like the fourth one that's, yeah I was quite surprised yeah, yeah. sensitive five year old yeah, yeah <laughs> I like it so obviously I knew you as a teenager. Um, so did you still want to help people when you were a teenager? Or did your I career did. ambitions change? I did. I think that's never going away. That will never go away. Okay. Um, like, there's always been something that's like, just, I've always had a natural care for people. Okay. Whether it's like emotionally or just being there. Mm-hmm. Um, like in reflection now, a lot of my friends have said, yeah, you know, you've always just been there. Like the stable in, friend. Yeah. Yes. I, a lot of the times I'm like bang in the middle, so I'm still connected to like loads of people from school. And a lot of people have said, Oh, like when we've had like a reunion or a gathering, they've said, Oh, we, we wouldn't be here if you didn't hold the fort. So um yeah. that's something I'm really proud of. Definitely. Mm. That's a really nice thing for people to say, isn't it? Yeah. 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 No, I like that. So so you knew you wanted to perhaps when you were a teenager do a job that was related to people or did you have anything else in mind when you were a teen? Did you still want to yeah, be Yeah, it was, it was definitely about people. I think for me, football sort of began to phase away. Okay. Um, I was like desperate to become a footballer. Then I didn't want to turn up for training a few times and it just slowly like dissolved. But um, in terms of helping people, um, I didn't know how that would work mm. out, but I always knew I wanted to okay. in some kind of way, some kind of capacity. Can you describe more about what you were like at school then? Yeah. Um, I think it's really weird, like, talking about myself because I'm used... To, I'm sort of, like, um, relaying what people have said to me. So, I I, I just knew everyone. <laughs> okay. I was someone who, like, was just connected to, like, all the years above me, including the years below me. Like, I was always someone who would be open to speaking to people. Yeah. Um, like, I'd say... <laughs> Sounds weird, like cringy, but like I was popular in school. Yeah. Um, for like loads of loads of uh, different reasons, but yeah, I was I was well behaved as well, actually. I, I remember. You yeah, were. that's the thing. Like I wasn't. Um, <laughs> though, like my friends were quite naughty, but like I was, I, I would say I was always quite level-headed. Like I always used to think about um, like consequences. Like okay. I was a very conscious person. Okay. So right. they, I always like, you know, like in um, it's a bit like Doctor Strange. <laughs> like how he thinks of so many different like 
possibilities of outcomes. Mm. I felt like my brain was like that all the time. So I was like, mm, if I take this route, blah, 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 blah. If I take this route, and I always tried to take the most suitable right. route at the time. So, so you were a thinker? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely a thinker. Back to your, your job now as theatre director. Yeah. So if you had to describe what this was to yeah. like an alien, so mm-hmm. in a really simple terms, what is it that you do? Okay. Hmm. I would say I help lead people, like a company of people, towards like bringing a story to, uh, to life. Okay. That would be like the most simple term. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, bringing stories to life is what I do for a living. If, you, if you're uh, telling people that you're a, a theatre director, what's the most common misconception? What do people think you do? Yeah, so they say... Um, the usual thing they say is, oh, so you boss, you boss actors around. <laughs> That's like the first thing. So, oh, or like, oh, I bet you make loads of money. And um, yeah, just like... And often they might think it's like a musical or something oh, okay um right. which is not the case for me even though i'd love to direct a musical at some point um yeah it's usually like oh yeah what what's the name of the show right so like so it's they they immediately think showbiz yeah yeah showbiz and if Jazz not hands. yeah yeah or, or, or if not that then like shakespeare like oh so oh, what yeah. shakespeare plays have you directed and i'm like none <laughs> yeah um okay. whereas i'm more into like contemporary um new writing Okay. Uh, which has worked well for me being at Royal Court now because it's all about like new writing each year. So um, it's finding new, new talent. Yeah, definitely. What's the difference between a director and a producer? Cool. So the, yeah, so that, that one took me a while to get my head around when I first got into it. So a director, uh, it can be debatable, but I think I feel a director is like the brains behind the operation, mm-hmm. like of how things are going to work with your actors and, and so forth and ideas towards lighting and sound and all of that kind of stuff, like the picture. But the producer helps out with the, the practicality of how okay. these things are going to happen. So like I could like want to make a play using a thousand pound budget and a producer would be like, we can, uh, they, they're able to either scale it down or scale it up. Okay. So they'll say, what resources do you need? Right. Cool. Okay. Maybe we need more money. Um, we we couldn't get that funding, so we're going to need a smaller budget. I feel like I'm I'm the dreamer, and they bring the reality. Can you describe for me a day when you just thought this is brilliant? I love this. Yeah, that often happens. Um, in a in a funny way, that often happens when the show is running. Like, it's really weird. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's so strange that you're a director, because like. <laughs> With the with the touch on the previous point of like bringing ideas to life, you're you're essentially seeing your 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 thoughts, the pictures in your head, like in front of you, manifesting. Yeah, like literally yeah. manifesting. So like, um, I remember the last show I directed in Birmingham. It was um, it was like a translation from the old like um, uh, Iliad story. So mm-hmm. it's called the Brahmi Iliad, and it was like really well written. And it was just, in terms of the script, it was just words. There were no pictures. There was no, there was nothing, like, in terms of visually. And I'm watching the show and I'm seeing a fight break out and I'm seeing the Trojans coming in, the Greeks <laughs> running, and I'm, we're having these slow motion moments of like, you know, like, um, like a zoom in moment, almost like quite cinematic. And I was like, 
I was literally thinking about this months ago on a train, reading the text, and like images just came to my head, and now I'm seeing it in front of me. Yeah. Which is like, I'm still sort of blown away by that all the time. Like, whenever I go to shows, I'm like, wow, that was in my head or someone else's head, and we're just seeing it like take place in front of us. So that's like, that's like the sort of best moment of like a good yeah. a good day um also when you just feel like your actors are feeling really like powerful and empowered okay um there's like within like the energy of the room you can feel when an actor's like yeah that was a great day mm-hmm. and that is extremely satisfying that like no matter how like tired i might be <laughs> but having the actors leave feeling like yeah i did i did justice today can you describe a time when you, you thought this is really difficult or maybe even thinking about giving it all up? Or yeah, um, there's some days where like ideas are just, they're just not working mm-hmm. or something just isn't quite clicking. Um, and like I do, I, I, I do take responsibility for that. Um, in terms of like just allowing... I, I never want to limit uh, the potential of a piece, and sometimes you've just got no ideas. <laughs> like it's just it's just not happening, and so like when that does happen, I like I'm 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 quite playful with the like actors um, that I work with, but one thing I try and um, do is when I hit a stumbling block, I then like invite them into that thought process with me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Sometimes I've got like a nightmare story I can tell you. Good as one, well, please. which is like slightly different to that, but like once <laughs> um on one of the last last shows I worked on when I was in Birmingham, um there was like a a sort of a stage fight and um it's all going so well. And um we went one more time, one final time, and um there's a punch. So this punch happens and one of the actors grabs his mouth and I'm like, man, this is really good acting. Like <laughs> I'm completely convinced. He then looked at me and in that moment I knew something had gone wrong. Fast forwarding, he needed seven stitches on his, his lower lip. Oh my goodness. And we were so close to finishing that rehearsal. So yeah, my, uh, a nightmare day is like running dry on ideas, but I have to learn to like forgive myself and just start again. Or just, yeah, anything anything can happen in that room. Yeah. Um, and it's about like holding your nerve do you have an average day like do you like is a Tuesday always the same or something like that um it it varies really so part of my job um so whilst I'm at the Royal Court I'm gonna I'm assisting different directors Mm -hmm. um throughout the year which is great um for me to take that role and and learn um from the directors I'm working with but also uh, another aspect of it is reading scripts so I read multiple scripts the aim is always to read multiple scripts a day (laughs) of new fresh writing um, so like yeah a, a, a sort of normal Tuesday let's say might just be me reading like three scripts and like making some annotations notes feedback um, and that just might be it which is great because I never I never used to like reading <laughs> and it's a it, for me it's a way in how is reading a script different from reading a book like physically it's different right as well yeah it? it sounds really strange but like um yeah, just even like structurally, the way it's written. I've <laughs> the reason why I don't read books as much is is actually the format. Mm. Seeing like loads of words on a piece of paper, 
like clumped into one is just really um it's quite daunting isn't daunting it? Yeah. yeah um and then, and like when there's like I really enjoy like text that's like quite sh- uh, sharp so like there might be like a scene that has I don't know let's say 20 lines and you're into the next phase of the story like it's so much easier for me it's just the way my brain works to process information what would you have to do to get fired from your job what I have to do yeah um, if I was to be like unkind okay um, really lucky where I work because everyone's just so nice <laughs> and like if anybody wasn't nice you, they'd stick out if that makes sense okay, like sure. you'd be able to weed someone out and go right um like something isn't quite right here so like to get fired uh i mean in the most the most outrageous way would be probably like to run on stage during a show show, like that i'm sure you know that would that would ruin my career is there a starting salary for a theater director does it work like that no no no, how does it work um so depending on uh, a lot of it is usually freelance based unless you're connected to a building that has a particular funding like a donor who might be able to sponsor you for like the whole year um uh yeah so you know it can some directing jobs like especially in starting off might just be free mm-hmm. um with, with no pay um and that's just about getting your name out there or getting out in the circuit um equally there are some directing jobs that pay really well so like five weeks of rehearsals, you might get an, a big lump lump sum. Um, there are loads of like schemes as well to help to mm-hmm. help that, and loads okay. of like pots of funding to help directors uh, put on a show. So yeah, it just it literally varies. It might be um, you know a week of pay, might be a month. Like I'm fortunate to have a salary where where I am for the, right. for the year, um, but yeah, it's not always it's not always the case. Why do you think um, we still need theatre in an age of blockbuster movies and Netflix? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I think, though, like there's great shows and and so many good movies out there. I still, for me, I don't think you can buy um, a live experience regarding like like feeling like empathy or heartbreak. Or, or happiness or joy than being in, in person like mm. it's it's such an like, an electric like energy to to be allowed to be taken on a journey life like that for me I appreciate all film actors but that is where the hard work really comes in okay because you're getting live responses um honest responses like I've, I've been in shows where people have literally like heckled and like said their opinion uh, about the story which I love. I love when people like speak, <laughs> like, mm. and comment, make live comments about the show because that means they're engaged. Um, like, even though it's a very like British thing to like be quiet <laughs> <It's> <laughs> until so, the end. When yeah, that's it. the thing. It's so fun. Like, it, 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 um, it really pokes at your your feelings mm-hmm. and your thoughts. Um, like being able to come into the audience feeling uh, maybe a bit gloomy and leave feeling joyous is really cool mm, there's an alchemy there right? yeah mm. big time um so yeah i just i just i think even though we live in like the di- digital age i still feel that like real encounters live encounters with people um like still has its place mm. 
just because you're able to really feel. Do you act yourself? Yeah, so I used to act um, when I went to sixth form. So that was like the first time I began to act. So I got involved in a play in year in year 11. Um, I didn't take dramas as GCC. Miss Bennett was, was quite upset about that. Yeah, um, no, yeah, you didn't, yeah. did you? I didn't, no, because at the time I just didn't... I was aware that actors existed, but in terms of the route in, I was just like, I don't know how... At the time, I was like, I don't know how that's going to that's just going to work out or happen. Yeah, so I, I, in terms of like acting, I got involved in a show in year 11 and there was like a really good response to that, which is, which was cool. What but, was the show? So it was called Strictly Showbiz. Strictly okay. Showbiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was, like a, it was a mixture of like different, different musicals, but like scenes from those different musicals. Mm. So I remember playing um, Danny from Greece, which I used to love as a kid. So I was like, you know what, if there's, if there's a way to start, I'm going to do this. I did the show and people, I remember parents were like, oh, you're really good. And I was like, look, I don't know what the difference between good and bad, but like, thanks <laughs> kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. But my mum was like really, really proud. And uh, I, um, at the time, I thought I wanted to be like a solicitor or like, if not a solicitor, <laughs> a politician. I, and I don't, I kind of don't know why, but it's interesting. Both of us still about like helping people and stuff sure. in some capacity. Yeah. Um, but then I got my GCSEs back. And they were nowhere near as good as I thought that they may have been. Mm -hmm. um, so it meant that I had to, I would have had to take a slightly different route to continue those courses. So I was panicking because the college I was going to go to, I then like, couldn't go to. Mm. And then my mum called me and she was like, I signed you up for performing arts. Just like that. Oh, wow. So yeah. your mum just... Yeah, literally like... Took over the reins. Yeah. Just because she enjoyed, <laughs> she enjoyed Good that show mom. so much. Yeah, like that's changed my life forever. Like I said to her the other day, I was like, do you realise that in that moment, you literally like changed yeah. my entire life? Um, and so, yeah, so I, I, I uh, began to act in sixth form and then my teacher, uh, Mr. Willis, like really... No, no relation. Oh, no, 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 I don't, I don't think so. Well, well, yeah. Chris Willis? Uh, might, might be a distant cousin, yeah, yeah. yeah, along with Bruce, yeah. Um, yeah, he introduced me into, like, the sort of, like, the life of theatre, and he was like, do you realise, like, he was basically saying, you, I, I believe you have the potential to, like, pursue this as a career. Mm. So I was like, cool, that sounds interesting. Um, so then I went to drama school, in, in Birmingham and I studied applied theatre which wasn't straight acting all the way through so it's a combination of like a community theatre and making making plays or like developing plays for people mm -hmm. um, whether it's from particular backgrounds or just making like making work that really says something about society mm -hmm. which I loved but and during that I, I caught the acting bug so like I was making theatre making, but also opportunities started to pop up. So like I was involved in a few shows throughout the year. Then I joined. I did, I did National Youth Theatre, and that changed my life uh. forever. I remember being a part of that. They selected two hundred and fifty people out of 2,500 2, people. Wow! And I remember performing, and I was like, I want to do this forever. Like whatever this is, this world, I'm in it. Like for I'm good. Sold. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And so um. Yeah, got involved in quite a few shows um, and then, yeah, did a bit of acting and then during, and then like had that moment of being like, okay, what's next? What do I do next? And then I did an internship at the Birmingham Rep Theatre um, and then that led to 
like a full-time job and doing youth theatre directing. Okay. So slowly acting started to sort of just slowly go away a bit okay. because work, like just a new, a new form of work came in. And I remember thinking, how am I going to feel the same satisfaction as being on stage? And I remember in my first show, I was nervous and the nerves were the exact same. I really and like I was like, this, being an actor. Yeah, nice. like, and even when it was done, like the buzz that I felt, like the endorphins, I was like, this is like the same. Um, not always the case for other people, but I was like, cool, I really like directing because it's accessing another part of my brain. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, during during that journey of doing youth theatre, I, I um, acted in a show called To Serve With Love, which was crazy. Like, it was the maddest uh, experience for me because I was in my home theatre in Birmingham in the main house at 812 seater playing, the, like, the lead protagonist. Amazing. Which was, like, unbelievable. And so that was like 2017. Okay. And I've literally been directing since. Yeah. Like That's so, such a great Yeah, great from gym. 2015 to now I've been directing all the way through. So And like, it's all thanks to your mum. Big time. Thanks, <laughs> Mum. Yeah. Like Yeah. She and knew. Big she time. Knew. Like I've I've been really fortunate to have supportive parents for like my dad as well. They've mm. always just been like, do what you want to do. That's great. Yeah. For, for all the experiences that you've been through, what advice would you give teenagers today? Or you could look at it as in, think of yourself as 14. Like, what advice would you give yourself then? Um, I would say develop, develop your strengths. So think about what you're, what you're, not just what you're good at, but what you enjoy. Mm -hmm. And like, poke at that a bit. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Explain more about that. Um, I enjoyed talking to people. (laughs) I enjoyed, um... I enjoyed being creative mm-hmm. and like, and then I fast forward now, <laughs> I'm like, what I do is I talk to people and I'm creative. Does that make sense? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have focused my energy towards something that just wasn't for me. Okay. Um, and obviously you can always pick up like tools along the way and new things. I guess that's what life's, life's all about. But, um, and I've, I've been reading a book recently talking about strengths and like, putting your energy towards your strengths which has been really mm. interesting to think that way through because I'm like ah oh. I um deci- like I decided to think for myself and that's one thing I would say is think mm. for yourself a bit more mm. um it was it was really school is very unusual in terms of a, like my thought process because everybody was sort of predicting me to do really good things but then that allowed me to sort of like go into a bit of a black hole of assuming um, assuming assuming what success is so I was like oh lawyers are successful people are telling me I'm going to be successful right. I think I need to be a lawyer politicians well it's a bit you know <laughs> it's a it's a it's an argument but like I sort of started to like pigeonhole myself into like these categories um, whereas now I thought I'd like to think I'm on like the road to success just doing what I enjoy doing the mm. most yeah and it's also important not to devalue your strengths either because they're you know the the phrase of oh oh, i'm not particularly academical you Mm, know it's mm. it's definitely become a and being an art teacher Mm, mm. the amount of time if i had a pound for every time a a parent would say to me yeah but what's art gonna do for my job you know career wise but but intelligence is yeah it's so broad and you know it's yeah but so often the arts are kind of devalued in some way for sure like that's the thing like i'm my academia is in creativity yeah that's right that's what i'm good at 
you know um give me a textbook i don't know how much information i'll absorb but like yeah it's honoring honoring those those strengths if someone's listening to this and thinking I really, really am interested in becoming a theatre director. Um, are there any specific um, pieces of advice that would help them in their kind of journey towards that, that career? Yeah, um, I'd say let it be known to people. Because mm. you just never Speak know. Out. Yeah, you never know who you'll bump into. Like, we're all connected to someone. He's connected to someone. Um, and that's been sort of the... That's been a real learning curve for me. I used to be really quiet about what I do, <laughs> really discreet. But actually, um, a lot of the jobs I've done have been based on referrals. Someone okay. who I like speaking to, and we just really got along. He then passed me on to someone else, and like, um, I would encourage that aspect of networking, which I'm still working on myself. Like, I can definitely hold conversations, but in terms of starting them, it's kind of something I'm working on. But like, yeah, letting it be known. Um, I would say um, don't be afraid to ask um, questions as well mm-hmm. like if you're if you're starting out how else are you going to know until mm-hmm. you ask like um, and yeah be you'd be surprised in terms of contacting people who who'd be willing to meet you up for a coffee okay you know um, like I'm definitely one of those people if anyone ever wants to know about what I do or has an interest I'll always make time to meet up um, because how how is he going to know until you hear it and I think that's what was when I first got into theatre I just knew I just knew nothing <laughs> I was literally like on Google search just like looking up what exists and stuff and like there's such amazing like we're living in a great time of amazing artists directors uh, actors you name it who are literally a, a tweet away hmm. from, from meeting up um, yeah and give it a go give it a go like what was amazing was um when I was when I was senior youth theatre director there was a there was a group and we were really struggling to find like a play to do and one of the one of the young people um just sent us a draft and was like I've got some ideas and we ended up putting on that play like you know um so just give it a go give it a go write something direct something and like invite a few people and like just build build that confidence thank you so so much for being on the podcast no problem it's been really lovely to see you and hear hear your journey so from somebody who didn't take drama GCSE who is now a theatre director say anything can happen anything can happen honestly I had no idea no idea not the slightest inkling that I'd be doing this but you love it I do massive thank you there to Philip for chatting with me and giving us all a behind the scenes insight into the world of theatre. Um, if you are interested in finding out more about becoming a theatre director then do check out our Instagram feed which is at Astro Zookeeper where Philip has kindly given us uh, his follow up three pieces of advice and thank you for listening.